Welcome to the Resistance SS podcast. Here we will discuss all things sports science and strength and conditioning. My name is Daniel Robson-Petch and I work with athletes, injuries and everyday people. Join me and let's make the industry better. In episode one, we're going to be talking about the difference between an exercise scientist and a personal trainer. It's a level of education and understanding behind the human body, its anatomy, its physiology, and how the body adapts to stimulus, which separates exercise science from that PT. Now, it's important to realise this is not an attack on PTs. They do a fantastic job within the community. This is more to give us a clearer conclusion of what an exercise scientist or physiologist actually does and why we can't keep comparing these two trades. If you're looking to lose weight, tone up, gain muscle, or work hard, then yeah, a personal trainer is probably a great fit. An exercise scientist, well, a good one, should be able to analyse the person in front of them, they should be able to see movement dysfunctions in front of them and then quickly react and fix the issue. My philosophy is you fix the person before the goal. How can you make someone do 50 burpees in a session if their lower back plays up reaching for the remote on the couch? As an exercise scientist, it's my role to get your body resilient so it can take whatever I throw at it. Exercise scientists, they have three to five years of university education behind them. They should be well equipped in such things like periodization. Every single person that I train and will continue to train is on a periodized plan. This is also clearly communicated to them so they know where we are at the moment and where we're heading. Five years ago, I started my career as a PT on the Gold Coast. And admittedly, there was no plan or organized sessions. It was a see on the day sort of experience. This might have had people feeling good afterwards, but there was no real direction or progressive results. With a properly designed periodized program, the client sees measurable progression through consistency and flow within the program. The start of any one of my periodized programs basically always starts with a four to six week block. This entails normally lots of volume uh, to create hypertrophy through our stabilizers. This gets the, the client ready for any sort of results or goals that we're trying to achieve. So for example, if I have a client who's looking to lose weight but they also have lower back pain, basically to make sure that the right muscle activation and their mobility is up to scratch. They are then given this for homework over a long period of time. If it works out and they keep at it consistently, then we should be able to move on to the next block pretty quickly, which is my weight loss block. It's not to say in four weeks they're not going to lose weight. It's just saying that this is going to set the foundation for us going forward. So if you get this right, anything is good to go. It's the same theory I use with all my athletes as well. Basically, a lot of the time I get a lot of young girls and guys that want to improve such things like their sprint speed or their vertical jump or just their explosiveness in general. But basically, without a foundation, it makes it really hard to do things properly and keep them injury-free. So basically, in the first four to six weeks of this periodized program, I'd be looking to increase their stability, so volume through their stabilizers, normally things like their glute med through their lower traps, so these, these muscles that don't usually work. Now, obviously, with this becomes certain strength imbalances. So if I try and load someone through a vertical jump or a heavy squat, per se, straight off the bat, because they want to increase their strength or their top speed, then I'm loading them in pretty poor positions. So already I'm putting an athlete at a pretty high risk of injury, and I'm probably not even going to make them that much faster or make them jump that much higher. This is why I always take my time the first four to six weeks. It's just all about getting that, that athlete or that person moving correctly, loading properly and using the right muscles in their lifts. This is the attention to detail, which is that little bit different between that exercise science and the PT. 
exercise science should put so much more attention into the individual in front of them and really tailor a, a specific program towards the goals that they're trying to hit. They should also get you to that result pain-free. That lower back or shoulder pain that you've been putting up with shouldn't be a thing under the exercise science programming. To conclude today's podcast, I hope you've had a great understanding on the difference between the two trades. A PT is good for weight loss and muscle gain. An exercise scientist will get you to your goal pain-free in the quickest possible time frame. They also understand periodization and how to program for athletes. If you have any questions on this topic or contributions towards the podcast, please feel free to contact us on our website at www.resistancess.com. Until then, guys, I'll see you next time.